Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The name of God, the most compassionate and merciful. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you and the mercy of Allah and his blessing. Inna azdaqal hadithi, kitabullah wa ahsanul hadi, hadi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The truest word is the book of Allah. And the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ayatuhal akhawat al-karimat, dear respected sisters, I'm very honored to be here today. When Hasna contacted me, the first topic came to my mind, the need of counseling in Muslim community. And I said, let's do it. This is supposed to be my final paper in my class course I took at Payan Claremont with Dr. Hamid Hamada. I didn't finish it because I had some problem in my family. قال الله تعالى في كتابه الكريم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ولنبلونكم بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الأموال والأنفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين and we will surely test you with something of fear and hunger and a loss of wealth and life and fruit, and give good tidying to the patient. I want to focus on one word, loss of life, which means here can be test from Allah in your health. And who is the patient? The patient who is the one who turned to Allah when they have been in disaster. كما قال الله في كتابه العزيز الذين إذا أصابتهم مصيبة قالوا إنا لله وإنا إليه راجعون Who, when disaster strikes them, say indeed, we belong to Allah and indeed to him we will return. أولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمة وأولئك هم المفلحون مهتدون Surah number two, this ayah, 155 and 157. Those are the one upon whom are blessing from their Lord and mercy. And it's those who are their rightly guided. When we are discussing mental illness, I draw upon my Islamic knowledge and scientific knowledge too. I can never separate two, the two. As Sister Edina mentioned in her first khutbah, the documentary, The Light in Her Eyes, about the women empowerment movement in Syria. I'm one of those girls who grew up in Syria, a sham. I used to go to women mosque, or women halaqa, since I can remember, because I used to join my mom to her halaqa. She is the one of the religion leaders in the community. She taught me to be proud of my identity as a Muslim, as a strong Muslim girl, she always pushed me to think and use my Islamic knowledge before making any judgment. And she always encouraged me to make my own decision. My mother and her friend were one of the first women who started Woman Halaqa in Syria's mosque. 
Since I came to U.S., my mom asked me always, what you did for your Islam, what you did for your community. This reminds me of the hadith of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. مَثَلُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ فِي تَوَادُّهُمْ وَتَرَاحُمُهُمْ وَتَعَاطُفُهُمْ مَثَلُ الْجَسَدِ الْوَاحِدِ إِذَا اشْتَكَى مِنْهُ عُضْوٌ تَدَاعَ لَهُ سَائِرُ الْجَسَدِ بِالسَّهَرِ وَالْحُمَّةِ The parable of the believer in their mutual love and mercy is like that of living body. If one part feel pain, the whole body suffer in sleeplessness and fever. Rawahu al-Bukhari and Muslim. Most of you know what's happening in Syria and how many children are suffering from trauma. I attended many lectures with Sister Nuha Shukairi. She is a certified positive discipline trainer focused on Muslim community. One of her lectures was about positive discipline in Arabic to deal with the children in refugee camp. I came up with an idea to share these videos with my colleagues, daughter, who is an office manager of a harass network, which an organization founded in 2012 for the purpose of providing physical and psychological safety for children affected by Syrian crisis. I was thinking, how can I help those children who are living under siege, fire, in the suburb of Damascus for almost five years? My colleague, daughter, my colleague's daughter reached out to me last year seeking help with the treating children affected by Syrian crisis. So I began working with her in her RAS network. While we are working together and talking more and more, she told me that she needs help and she don't find anyone around her. She affected by the trauma work, trauma, because she's living under the besieged area in Syria. So we began having weekly virtual trauma work for her session with a friend of mine, Dr. Gold. Dr. Gold, she is a therapist, and she's the one she introduced me to my favorite group now, Jewish Muslim cousin group which was founded in 2002. The idea of the group is to know one another and be part of peace building and love one another for who, you, who they are. This group has been a source of therapy for me, especially as I went through hard time the past two years. I was able to find support and able to be strong to continue providing and support my kids, my mom and, my, and the children of Syria. I know whatever is come from God, I will accept it. But I have to work hard. I need every one of you take a moment and think what she can do, how she can help, what she wants to do. First, you need to help yourself so you can help the one you love. You cannot change things, but you can help. <coughs> so now, let's talk about some potential causes of mental illnesses, purpose and treatment. And let me tell you who is the first one 
who write about psychotherapy in Muslim world. His name Al-Bukhari. He's known as a geographer, not a medical doctor, but he is expert in, in many fields. He wrote a book named Masalih al-Abdan wal-Anfus, The Sustenance of Body and Soul. He is the first one who wrote about the OCD, about the diagnosis, about the treatments. In 8th century, Muslim has hospitals and institutions, especially for the psychiatric patients. They have a team, doctors, nurse, pharmacist, social worker, and chaplain. This was the golden age for Muslims in Spain. They present music for treatment, for mood. They present massage for treatment. All these kind of treatment were found in Europe after 1,000 years in the 20th century. There is about 150 medical transcripts reviewed and translated to different languages. The Prophet said, Tadawu ibad Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Tadawu ibad Allah, fa'inna Allah subhanahu lam yada'da illa wada'amahu shifa' illa al-haram. Seek treatment. O slaves of Allah, for Allah does not create any disease, but Allah who also created with the cure, except for old age. We're all young. We're still young. From this hadith, we understand the importance of the treatment. The Islamic government used to pay scholars to research and to find treatment for different diseases. Also, at that, at that era, all the mental illness patients and their treatment were paid for the government, from the government. From where? From the zakah. We know the Prophet said all Muslims had to seek knowledge. Al-alim farida ala kul Muslim wa muslima. Let's talk about the causes. What cause the mental illnesses and can be treated if we accept it as a problem? Mental illnesses is and distress touch everyone. All gender, all race, socioeconomy, class, religion. Amongst those groups, there can be biological causes and emotional distress for some. We need to speak up to resolve it. Two days ago, when I'm sharing about my speech, Dr. Gold, she told me about Dr. Challenger. She is the one of 10 cases that Mr. President hold, and she won the case. She's a psychiatrist, and she fight for the children, the abused children in Chicago. And she won the case. So, but she, at the same time, she was living under a lot of stress. So her stress didn't stop her to continue working and fight for the children. And I would like to share this with you. One of the main causes is the biological causes. Men and women can have the mental illnesses, as we said. The National Institution of Mental Health reported that mental illnesses began very early in life. Half of all lifetime cases begin at age of 14. Three quarters have begun by 24. Thus, mental illnesses disorder are really the chronic disease of the young. For example, anxiety disorder can become late childhood, mood disorder, late adolescence. 
and substance abuse can be in early 20s. Changing hormone cycle, we all went through this, or we're going to through. Normal cycle, it's a normal cycle life. It's not your fault, but it's a biological change. Some of them can be treated by medication, and some of them, no. But medication is one of the treatment and one of option, and may not be the answer for everything. Environment can be one of the causes, like at home, financial, developed stress, lack of community connection, not outlet to be vulnerable or express yourself fully, violence, trauma. The Prophet said, la darara wa la dirar. There is no injury. If there is injury, no return to injury. There is no, no one can harm himself or anyone else. If you see, you need to act. Dr. Pank, he's a, the founder of the Multicultural Education Center. He said, you know, you care, you act. If you know, it's not enough. If you care, it's not enough. You need to act. So you have to do the three of them. And I know you are working on the hadith. So whoever you see an evil, let's change it. And the weakest, that you change it in your heart. The middle one, you change it in your tongue. And the, the best, you change it in your hand. The, cause, the causes are not the same for everyone and can be any combination of factors. There are some diagnoses that are short and some diagnoses that are long, last for long, medically as, as well emotionally. There is some misconception, understanding for mental illnesses. One of them is the spiritual or lack of faith. 90% study showed that 90% of American Muslims turn to religion as a coping response to trauma. Although faith can be a powerful tool in curing mental illnesses, it is harmful to say that mental illnesses is a result of lack of Iman. Traditional culture may say that it is, this is maybe a result of God's punishment. We, knew, we know that trail come to Muslim, both strong and weak. And we also know that trail come from both hardship and blessing. The Prophet ﷺ went through more hardship than the rest of us with the death of his father, mother, grandfather, and wife. He had the strongest faith out of us, yet even he had a year of sorrow to grieve the death of his wife Khadija and his uncle Abu Talib. In the Quran, Prophet Jacob, Yaqub, he cried so much when he, after his son Yusuf went missing and that he went blind. Thinking of the cause that is a punishment for mental illnesses, this make, make people suffer more. And sometimes they feel shame. So they don't go out and speak. Go out and share. Share pain with others is an important part of healing process. Everyone needs help at some point in their life. So it's never something to be ashamed about. Always reach out. And this has happened to me. When I reach out, when I ask help, I find help. Evil eyes. We, or some culture, say that some mentally Ill, Ill are suffering from ill, evil eyes, or curse. While these phenomenon are real, that say someone depression or mental illness is caused by often different causes. But it sometimes make more harm if we didn't ask for help. Because suffer environment or biological factor are ignored. We cannot focus on one causes and forget the other causes, or the main causes maybe. Unfortunately, in some culture, 
as a result of harmful of this belief, it may harmful belief. The mentally ill are avoided and untreated because people don't want to go near them and risk. Because if they believe they have a gene inside, people, they stay away from those patients or the people. Some causes we, be, we thought this is a good, but it makes some stress, like marriages, like babies. Woman after baby, she got a, a cycle of depressed, so we need to take care of her. When you go to college, stay away from your parents or your home. You have this. We have to consider all these causes. So not always bad things can cause stress, but some standing here causes stress. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, do I have to take some medicine? No, I have to drive. No, so I'm okay. I'm fine. I can read some Quran. <laughs> so this is the treatment. This is the <laughs> okay. Let's focus on treatment now. Okay, treatment. <laughs> we talk about the hadith. Uh, about Prophet Sallallahu he asked for seek treatment. So one of the treatment we believe about spiritual guidance and the ruqya. We believe that of recitation, Quran recitation, but we have to be careful. If you therapist, if you have an issue with your therapist and he told you, okay, take only the medicine or only my circle cycle, uh, consolation, and don't read Quran, find another one. If your imam said, oh, only Quran, don't go to the doctor, find another one. It's combination. We believe on combination, if you really need it both. So, imam are not the therapist. However, there are times where more intensive care may be needed. Religion belief can replace damaging beliefs and attribution about the self, other, and the world with more positive religious-based belief. In treating patients with anxiety and depression through religious psychotherapy, it can be helped. Sometimes identified negative or faulty thought in patient, and they can use cognitive technique guided by Quran and Hadith, and they discussed religion issue and culture belief related to the illness, and give advices to change life style to the Prophet Muhammad style or custom life. Another goal if religion psychotherapy is to go back to Allah or turn to Allah. When I said, inna lillahi wa inna ilihi raji'un, turn to Allah. So by culture, we say, inna lillahi wa inna ilihi raji'un only at the time of death. But this is not only at the time of death, at, at the time of any mihna, any hard time, any harsh time. So, in this time, you go to supplicate to Allah more, to pray more, be close to Allah, ask Allah. Don't put any barrier between you and Allah. Ask Him directly. He say, ask me. Be close to Allah and focus on your five daily prayer. Reading Quran, in particular, the prayer is as a mediation. meditation. So you can do it more, you can feel more relaxed and it's, it will help you. Supporting a group, it's very, it's very important. A group of individuals who have the same experience as you or peer support is one of the most powerful options. Also, you have to know, or the mental illness patient, about the confidential. Your information is very confident. Dr. Rania Awad is a psychiatric, uh, is a 
in, at Stanford and Zaytuna College. She did a study about the OCD, and she did the compare between the old age with Al-Bukhari, what he did in 18th century, what he wrote, and in the modern era. And she found it that there were a very similar information. Al-Bukhari said, even if they have obsession, they should seek therapy. He wrote about cognitive behavior therapy, what is called now the same. Therapist service with a trained profession are confidential and can be considered consultation service. Study showed the importance of professional training to all imams. Let us work on providing the professional training in counseling to all imams in men for mental health, to our community leaders, to our Islamic chaplain. When we have trained people with knowledge, ready to listen, then encourage the people to speak up or ask for help. My vision is to see the Muslim community supported with a preventive intervention and education, which is accessible culturally, re relevant, and academic sound. When I took the class for counseling Muslim, because I study my medical in Syria, so I, we, we talk about all background of Arab, but I was amazed when we, I study here, I study all the background of all Muslim. So all the ummah, it's big diversity, big different belief. So here it's more hard because you have to understand the perspective of every culture. Over there I practice, I know the, the perspective because we are all from the same town, we are all from the same background. Here there is, this is the integration culture, it's very amazed and it's open view for me. Other help tips to relieve stress, to keep in touch with a friend, family, and go outside of your home. Get regular exercise and create a clear goal in your life to give your purpose of something to look forward. It's very important to be mercy in dealing with mental illnesses or any ill. The prophet said, on the day of judgment, God Almighty and Majestic will say, O oh, child of Adam, I became sick and you didn't visit me. The person will say, O oh, Lord, how can I visit you and you are the Lord of Allah, of all? They exist. God will say, did you not know that my slave so-and-so became sick and you did not visit him? Visit them. Did you, did you not know that if you visit them, you, will, you would have found me with them? So encouraging the visit, the ill patient or the ill family member. This hadith is encouraging the community to keep strong bond during the hard time. Don't leave them alone. Your friend needs you in this time of illness. However, be gentle in your visit. Make it short. If you know what kind of food they like, you can make it to them, for them. In hard time, friendship is very important. وعن أبي سعيد وأبي هريرة رضي الله عنهما, the Prophet said, 
ما يصيب المسلم من نصب. The Prophet said, never a believer is stricken with a comfort, discomfort, that means, or illness, wasab, or marad, or anxiety, hem, wala hazan, grave, wala adha, hurt, or mental worry, wala gham, hatta shawka yushakuha, illa kaffarallahu biha min khataya, or even the breaking of the thorn, but Allah will expect him or her sin on account of their patient. Rawahu al-Bukhari wa Muslim. And I finish with the ayah, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Inna Allah la yugayyuru ma biqawmin hatta yugayyuru ma bi'anfusihim. Indeed, Allah will not change the condition of people until they change what is in themselves. Surah al-Ra'd. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم. I say what I have said. May God forgive all of us. السلام عليكم.